When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. If you want the body of Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, there's an app that you can download that gives you the workout of Brie Larson to get ready in shape for Captain Marvel. It includes working with foam rollers, resistance bands, deadlifts, lunges, hip thrusts, core work, and stretches. Oh, nice. There's an app for everything now. Yes, Yes. there is. There is. Wow. There's an app for that. superhero. Wish there was an app for getting divorced because Mel Gibson should have downloaded it a long time ago. Um, His split from Robin tops a list of the most expensive celebrity divorces. He paid her $425 million. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now, Jeff Bezos, he's going to top that, of course. uh, His could be worth tens of billions of dollars. So oh. that's going to blow that out of the water. Mel Gibson held, held the top spot for a long time. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mel. Oh, boy. Uh, of course, Luke wow. Perry passed away. We mm. all know this from a stroke. 52 years old. He was star of uh, 90210, most recently on Riverdale. Uh, in the wake of his tragic death, tributes are pouring in from his former co-stars, uh, Jeannie Garth, Shannon Doherty, Ian Ziering, Seth Green, Molly Ringwald, Leonardo DiCaprio, just tons of celebrities that have, uh, you know, put out there how much he meant to them. I'm sure Elizabeth will talk more about it in the Dirt Alert. It's just, it's one of those things where I think, I think we're even more affected by teen heartthrob deaths in our oh, heart. yes. Because they are connected to such a magical time in our own lives, you know? Because when I think of Lou Perry, I think of 90210. Uh-huh. And I think of me being young. You know what I mean? I think so. I also don't associate strokes with 52-year-olds, and we uh, should really start being stroke aware. Yes. If anything good comes from this, it's that, you know, uh, people of our age are going to educate themselves on stroke awareness. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm getting checked, girl, like today. Well, no, today I'm sleeping, but tomorrow. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Okay, uh, let's see here. Oh, Steven Spielberg, you know, we talked about this yesterday, Alexis, really being out of touch this last weekend, talking about how he wants to ban the Oscars from including streaming services in the Best Picture category, saying they need to have at least a four-week run in theaters to be included. Well, Netflix has responded. Um, he, they argued that they give access to viewers who can't afford to go to theaters. It's not about taking money away from theaters or stopping people from going to the movies. It gives filmmakers more ways to share their art. And so it's not that negative of a thing. He's kind of out of touch, isn't he? We love cinema. Mm -hmm. They said, yeah. I agree with that. But that's separate to me than the Oscars. 
Mm-hmm. I agree with that sentiment. I love that these films are, but I agree with Spielberg as far as preserving the experience of going to the movies and the Oscars. I I agree with both points actually. So I think you can have it both ways. So have it your that's way. Just me. That's yeah, right. Have it your way, BK. Yeah. Okay. On TV tonight, we have The Bachelor, The Women Tell All on ABC. We have The Voice on NBC, part four of The Blind Auditions. That's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour. Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Tuesday, March 5th, 2019. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. I'm back after uh, uh, a couple days off. We did a little weekend trip back to Orlando, back to Walt Disney World, working on our podcast and our business, uh, Two Fairy Godfathers, that we do for Hubbard and uh, Podcast One. Got some good, beautiful... I was. We were taking pictures, girl. Oh, I bet. I was, do you just use your iPhone or do you have a special camera? Well, thanks for asking. Because they're finally, beautiful photos. Well, I appreciate that. Mainly my iPhone, but I finally did something that, you know, when you make, we talk about this all the time, especially at the top of the year, we make New Year's resolutions. Oh, I want to take cooking classes. I want to do this. I finally did something that I've said for years I wanted to do, and that is get into photography. I bought a camera. Nice. I bought a, I bought a can. I, I bought a camera camera. So I'm learning how to use that. I'm really excited. I'm very much an amateur. Um, but uh, yeah, so I used a combo of both. Um, so yeah, you can see some of the photos we took on the Two Fairy Godfathers Instagram account. The new episode's up, by the way. But uh, on did podcast you have fun? One. Did you uh, any, did you learn anything new? Um, we learned a lot. I mean, um, well, first of all. I learned that there were a lot of Minnesotans uh, in Florida this weekend, nice. and one of them knew you, Lex, and what? knew your mother. Uh oh. Yeah, I know. So um, <laughs> our flight, our flight, my talkers, you, uh, my talk, put it on their their social media too. We have the worst luck with uh, Sunday night. Well, now this was a Monday flight, but we have the worst luck with our flights out of Orlando for whatever reason. I've I, we've had them canceled before yesterday. Colin got the text that it was going to be three hours late. Well, it ended up to be four hours late. We were supposed to fly in. Um, we were supposed to be in at nine. We did not get in until close to 1 a.m. Um, very close. I think we hit the runway at about 1247 and, so we got to the airport. We just ended up staying at the parks. I, I looked at Colin and in a very non-Jason stance. I was just kind of like, well, okay. Like, what are we going to do? We can't complain. Yeah. Order and another wh- round. Go on. Get another fast yeah. pass. I mean, go give what, Goofy another hug. Yeah. What are we going to do? And why are we complaining? It is 87 degrees and sunny. We have a cocktail in our hand. We have air in our lungs. And we're going to go on a ride. So let's, we just have an extra day. So we got to the airport as late as we possibly could. And I'm sitting there and anybody that's been out in the sun, maybe not at an amusement park, but if you've been on vacation, you've been out in the sun all day, y'all know you're tired. It's not like you, you're just, and it was late. So we're sitting at the airport and my eyes are closed. My eyes are closed at the Orlando airport. And I hear Jason, Jason. And I look up and there's this woman in front of me and she, I go, hi. Oh, and she's wow. hi. 
hi. And she goes, you don't know me, but um, I know Emily. I know Alexis and I know uh, Alexis's mother. And I said, oh, my goodness. Nice to meet you. They were both uh, principals together, Lex. She oh. was a Saint, another St. Saint Paul area principal. And they both kind of retired at the same time. And uh, yeah, so it was really funny. I was like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you. And I said, you know. Great late flight, huh? She said, "Yeah, no <laughs> doubt." But um, no, it was uh, it was a really good time. We we lucked out weather wise. Um, we got kind of a, a look because the construction is full speed ahead at Star Wars Land. That looks just incredible. And I was telling Lex and Dawn earlier that uh, one of the cool things I learned about, even if you're not into Disney World, I think you'll you'll find this pretty interesting. Because Star Wars Land is all over the news. Because there was a big info drop. They did a press event, uh, I think, on Thursday, the night that we got there. And one of the cool things, we talked to a couple of our cast member friends that are applying to work in the land. Because, you know, you have to apply if you want to transfer from one park to the other once you work at Disney World. And they said one of the things that's going to be maybe not a challenge, but very different if you work in the Star Wars Land is... It is very immersive. And what I mean by that is I don't want to talk in Disney speak. Let's say Alexis, uh, if you're maybe you're a bartender at the cantina, which is going to be the one of the bars in the land. You have to stay in character. You, you just can't be Alexis, the bartender at Walt Disney World. You Boring. are a, you are a character. You are. You are, I don't know what your alien name would be, but you're an alien bartender on this alien planet. And I you love have to, this. And you have to stay in character um, the whole time. And then the other cool thing that goes with this is, so you won't even feel like you're in an amusement park. There's two big rides. There's a Millennium Falcon ride and there's another one. Let's say, I'll use the same example. Let's say you and Dawn, Lex, you go on the Millennium Falcon ride. And Dawn wins the mission. Like, Dawn is an expert pilot, okay? Oh, yeah. But you, Uh-oh. you totally, you're horrible. Ugh. Like, you're, you fail the mission. You basically crash the Millennium Falcon. And they'll know it because, right, of, yeah. because of your magic bands. They'll be able to tell when you go on the ride and blah, blah, blah. What happens is when you leave that ride... The cast members and the characters in that land will respond to you accordingly. So maybe, maybe a cast member will come up to Dawn and go, "Way to go, Dawn! You saved the galaxy." I go, and "Yep, then, of course I did." Of course you did. <laughs> yep. What do you expect? <laughs> Just doing my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be very arrogant at Star Wars Galaxies. And you can't. Yes. Yeah. That's what's so great. This is just, you can just go and just be whoever you want. And then the next alien could come up, Don, while you're walking with yeah. your embarrassing friend Lex, <laughs> and uh, and the alien will look at you, Don, and go. <laughs> Which means your friend's a loser. You know, like you, the alien will be judging Alexis. Because they know that she she crashed the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. From dead weight, she's just dragging around. You are. She yep. eats Dones pills because she's been carrying you on her back. And, yep. Uh, but I think that's awesome. Like, I 
I love that immersive stuff. It's it's like Harry Potter times like two. Yeah. Universal does such a good job with Harry Potter Land, but um, I'm excited. Yeah. It opens in the summer at Disneyland and the fall in Disney World at Hollywood Studios. So yeah, Ooh. and wouldn't I, that be the dream job there? To um, I don't immerse know. and like, play a character. Maybe, but you know, Dawn's hesitation earlier was kind of mine. I love Star Wars a lot. I don't know what that would get. It's hard enough to deal with the public just as Jason the bartender or Dawn the bartender, but then you have to stay in character. Mm. That's like two jobs in one, right, Dawn? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've done like um, um, mystery, uh, murder mysteries, <laughs> dinner theater, yeah. where you're just like, it's fun, you know, but it's there's an end. I wonder how long their shifts are because those are like three hour experiences where you just being a normal person with people and then you stand up all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. And they're like, oh, my God, you're in the play. (laughs) It's kind of fun. But I don't know if I could do that for like an eight hour shift. I'd be like, oh, man. This alien this head girl. is really getting heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to have jawless? This Chewie costume is just so hot. Very yeah. hot. Yeah. And these stilts we have to wear. Mm. I I had an, an epiphany, not an epiphany. Mm-hmm. I had I had an epiphany, which mm. is I think we're alone now. Moment. That's it. That's right. Mm. No, all it was so cute. I I told the version of this with Lex and Don earlier. I met this little girl. Her name was Emma, and she's my little starshine. I'll never see her again. But she like won my heart. It's I, I'm I. It's no secret to most of you listening that I I can be crabby sometimes and whiny and bitchy and I, it, as Alexa says, what we do here we ramp it up. You know I mean these are these are exaggerated versions of ourselves. Dawn always puts it well, but you know I, I I the longer I do this job these jobs I do get a little more introverted. I say all that because. We were uh, one of our last days. We switched hotels and we were waiting again on a bus. And we got on this bus and it wasn't very crowded. And Colin and I moved to the back. And sitting right across from me was this adorable little girl. I would say around eight or nine. And she looks at me and she goes, um, "Hi." <laughs> and I said, "Hi." She says, "Do you want to see my magic band? It's it's special." And I said, "Sure, sweetie." And she raised up her magic band, and lo and behold, it was special. It was a limited edition Star Wars one, and I have the same one. And I went, oh, look, sweetie, I said, I, I have the same one. She was, oh, where did you get that? I thought I would, you know, this was hard to find. And I told her, and we're sitting there, and she was so precocious and would like kept talking to me. She was like, so who's your favorite Star Wars character? Mine is Ray. I love Ray. I actually wanted a magic band with just Ray, but I couldn't find one. So I got this. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. One, And that's okay. See my shoes? You would think these are Cinderella shoes, but they're not. They're Sleeping Beauty shoes. And she just went on and on. My smile kept growing and growing and growing. And she's talking to me like she's 30. And she had a mom and a dad sitting there and then her older sister, um, your stereotypical kind of teenager, miserable to be at Disney World with her head down in her phone. And as she's little Emma's going on and on and on. She's, oh, by the way, that's my sister right there. She doesn't have any Disney gear. <laughs> and oh. Colin and I just laughed out loud. And I said, well, that's okay. You know, different interests. She's, yeah, I guess. And we just kept talking and talking. And I, and the mother laughed at me, uh, smiled at me. And she goes, um, as you can tell, she's not shy. Um, she will talk to anybody. And her motto is, and the mo- the dad said, Emma, tell Tell the boys what your motto is. And she goes, my motto is strangers are just friends I haven't met yet. And Unless I looked they're at- super creepy, then you shouldn't talk to them. <laughs> yes. Yes. P.S. Yes. Like, Emma. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, even the mom made my the mom made a joke. She's like, yep. Um, the whole stranger danger thing is something, you know, Emma needs you to work on. on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I just she oh. won my heart. Like oh. and I just I looked at I, I looked at Colin and the whole day I just kept. I just kept thinking about her and it made me think, I was like, you know, I, I, I can be a little closed off sometimes just because of the, of the jobs. And it made me want to, and I, cause I was like that kid. I was Emma when I, I told Colin, I said, I was that kid when I would go on vacations with my mom and my dad, I would know every kid in the pool by the end of the first day. And I think along the way, I kind of lost that. And, um, you know, and it's funny and all that, but I don't know. Emma made me realize I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm going to try a little harder to not be so, yeah, to not be so introverted and, and I don't know, not be so crusty sometimes. So what are your favorite characters at Disney? Actually, this came up while you were gone in the star Wars world. And then also just Disney at large, um, BB eight and then Disney at large, Aladdin and Simba. Okay. There we go. Good answers. When we come back, she's my favorite character. Elizabeth Reese. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Time to get caught up with the big uh, Hollywood headlines of the day in Ye Old Dirt Alert with. Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Boy, I have to tell you, Luke Perry's death is still the biggest story in entertainment news today. I was flying back from California yesterday, and as soon as we landed, the woman sitting next to me was like, oh my gosh, did you hear that Luke Perry died? And as we were getting off the plane, you could hear people saying, oh my gosh, Luke Perry died, which is, um, you know, I think shows, especially when you have somebody who, if you're in a certain age range, Luke Perry was like your hero. I mean, you were in love with him or you wanted to be him, whichever way that you wanted to go with Luke Perry. I mean, I looked forward to Beverly Hills 90210 every single week. And if I couldn't watch it, I had to try to figure out the VCR to record it. And since I could never figure out how to set the actual timer to record it, I would just record and hope that an eight hour tape was long enough. (laughs) (laughs) That was real life back then. That was real life. The struggle was real. And then you had to fast forward and rewind and the whole thing. Be kind. Yep. Uh Be kind. Rewind. It was a whole production. Um, But But we watched 90210 for for Dylan. We watched it. He was the definition of cool. Yes, absolutely. 
absolutely. And now we have some more details about what happened. We, of course, talked about him suffering a stroke last week. He died yesterday after spending five days in the hospital, and he never woke up after suffering this massive stroke that killed him, is what a source is telling People magazine. He remained under heavy sedation for five days while in the hospital. He never regained consciousness. He Mm. was gone basically by the time he got to the hospital. So he was hospitalized on February 27th. Paramedics were called to his home in Sherman Oaks, California. And then, of course, we found out that he passed away yesterday. He was surrounded by his children, Jack and Sophie, uh, along with his ex-wife, Minnie Sharp, who's the mother of his children, uh, his fiance Wendy Madison Bauer, his mother, his stepfather, his brother, sister, lots of people um, were there with him as he passed away. And then, of course, the outpouring of support on social media has just been over the top. Coincidentally, we found out that he had a stroke the same day that this Beverly Hills 90210 reboot reality show thing was announced. Yeah. And Luke Perry had not officially signed on to it. Shannon Doherty also has not signed on. The rest of the cast has. But Luke Perry, um, when asked about this idea and this project in years past, has said that he just has so much love for the cast and loved it. And he, you know, he's starring on Riverdale. So... The challenge was going to be his schedule and uh, TMZ reporting today that he was hoping to make appearances, guest appearances Mm. on the show. Um, But it was just too difficult for him to commit fully because of his role on Riverdale. And then the team at Riverdale issued a statement just saying how beloved he was on the set and what a mentor and a father figure he was to the young members of the cast, which I just think is so sweet. And wonderful. I mean, really, uh-huh. by all accounts, people just loved working with him. They just absolutely loved it. Uh, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. A lot of people just didn't know that he was engaged, too. He was engaged um, to Wendy Madison Bauer, and she is a family therapist, in case you were wondering who she is. Just so it's the word sad just seems um, amateurish and not big enough, but it really is just a sense of sadness because. I think this happens whenever a teen idol of your generation passes away. For sure. Because it's like another... And so young, 52. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a mix of uh, a sense of your scary sense of mortality mixed with, you know, another, another layer of your youth, yeah. you know, kind of uh, leaving. And yeah. uh, all of that is sad. It is sad. It's just very, very sad. It's just, I think it's... Just really wonderful to see what people who knew him and worked with him had to say about him. It's just Mm -hmm. really, really sweet. Um, A a couple of other stories to get to this morning. Britney Spears' dad, Jamie, has become her sole conservative conservator after her attorney quit. So Mm. Andrew Wallet is resigning as uh, Britney's co-conservator. He wants out as soon as possible. This is what court documents are saying. And... um, they this is what it says the conservatorship is engaged in numerous ongoing business activities requiring immediate attention mm. and it therefore is in the best interest of the conservatee that the acceptance of wallet's resignation and the issuance of amended letters of conservatorship of the estate occur immediately and without delay essentially he wants out because he doesn't want to be consulted on any um deals that are in the works and have to sign off on them and anything like that mm. so mm. um Weird. I wonder what really, what's the real story there? You think mm-hmm. dad is hard to work with? I don't know. I mean, remember she, two months ago, she postponed her Las Vegas residency to be at her dad's side um, because he was recovering from a ruptured colon. And these court documents do reveal her net worth, 
$41 million in intangible personal property, $2.27 million in tangible property, $8.35 million in real property, (laughs) and $3 million in annual gross income, which $3 million in annual gross income actually doesn't seem like that much. Right. No. For her. For me, it seems like a lot. For her, it doesn't seem like that much. But she's eager to get back on stage. That conservatorship has been going on since 2008. Wow, I was just gonna. I was just wondering how long it was, mm-hmm. and that was after her, um, you know, erratic meltdown. Mm-hmm. And Jamie and this attorney have been at the helm of everything since then. So I think this is a big shift. I don't know if more information will come out about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you guys are going to talk to Marley. I'm sure about mm-hmm. the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. buckets! Can I just say, holy buckets! <laughs> the great oh, really? Okay. The, the fence jump heard around the world <laughs> happened last night, and there was <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot covered, a lot of conversation. What are Cassie's motives? I think she wants to be the next Bachelorette. We'll see if Marley agrees. Oh, it was really. Really quick, too. Entertainment Weekly just posted on their Instagram. Uh, they've changed the cover of next week as a tribute to Luke oh, Perry. Good. So, yeah, they just posted that. Oh, that's so. great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Eve. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. As he said, coming up next, it is the number one trending topic in entertainment other than Luke Perry, The Bachelor. Marley's going to break it down when we return. Scrubs in here. Jason, unless you're a nurse, then please help. Yeah, we need help. I need help today. (laughs) I'm almost, but I'm I. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's it's almost time, Lex. Yes, it is. It's almost time to jump uh, that fence and run home. I know. Our uh, I got about two hours sleep. Literally, it's not uh, just not turn a phrase there. So I'm just looking, looking forward to. 11.05 11.05 when both shows will be over. And oh, I yeah. Can, and I can... Uh, you can pass out. I, yeah. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you why it's going to be... Uh, it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look a little different on the talk show today. I'll tell you about that a little bit later. But right now, oh, she is the star of Big Time with Biggles on the Hallmark Channel. And she is also <laughs> the host of You Get a Rose, uh, the podcast on Podcast One or wherever uh, you get your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Marley Bigelow McMillan. Hello, Marley. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Marley. Hello. Bagels. The day is finally here. You guys. Bagels. This was epic, I understand. (laughs) The Bachelor. Last night's episode of The Bachelor (laughs) might have been the best (gasps) episode of The Bachelor ever. Oh, really? The most dramatic ever. Wow, you are using superlatives. It is the only time when Chris Harrison's most dramatic ever (laughs) actually would have worked. Outside of a rose ceremony, even. It was epic. Okay. It It was the only other time that I've seen this much of clenched absolutely glued to the TV was when Ari and Becca were breaking up. Right. Oh. That was so painful. And in this case, it was kind of like that, but it was, it was, you, you didn't hate anyone as much and it wasn't as negative of a thing. It was just like tragic. 
So, oh my gosh, okay. what happened? So the what fa- happened? I know. Oh, okay, oh let me let me walk you through it. I've got okay. uh, I've got clips of the show as well, so you can hear how this all went down. Oh, Basically, this. Colton went on an overnight date. This was fantasy suites, okay. So Colton went on an overnight date with Tasha. Okay, snooze fest, whatever. They're awkward. They didn't sleep together. <laughs> Colton revealed he still had his virginity. We don't care. Yeah. Moving on to Cassie. Cassie is Colton's next overnight date. They go on a date. They're in Portugal. It's it's wonderful. They have a fantastic time. At some point during this date, Colton looks at the camera and says, I I love Cassie. I love her. She completes me. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Uh, point blank. Let's go to the like, honeymoon suite. It's very different from from how he was with Tasha, And it's kind of like, whoa, how are they showing this to us? Why are they showing this to us? Because normally they wouldn't. But I think the reason they did is because of what came next, which <laughs> yeah. was oh. Oh. Uh, basically Cassie's father comes to Portugal and we can listen to him actually explain why he went to Portugal to see Cassie. I came here because I have a concern with the potential engagement that may be around the corner. When I saw Cassie at our house last week, I can't say that I was convinced that she was in love. So I want to make sure that she's seen with both eyes open. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. he goes Great. to Cassie. Like, Dad is here. <laughs> yep. He comes to Portugal. He he kind of says, Cassie, I, you know, if you were really absolutely head over heels, said this is the guy, done, done, check, done. Then it might be different, but I see hesitation with you, you know, with with your mom and I. I never had a doubt in my mind. You know, I want that mm-hmm. for you. Then we'll hear Cassie have some hesitations after talking to her dad. I want to feel that 100 percent. This is the person for me. Hey, that's what I want. I want what my dad and my mom have. <laughs> and I don't have that right now. So right after Colton has told us point blank that he loves Cassie, we hear Cassie not having the same feelings. Oh my god! Okay. And we're watching this this plane crash coming from two sides of it, knowing that Colton is a hundred percent in and she's not. So then they go on their overnight date. Colton is ecstatic. He's, oh my god! He's excited for this point of their date. It's what he's been excited for all day. And Cassie oh. comes in and uh, tells him how she feels. Oh. Colton, we or uh, uh, Dawn. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> we can roll not, that clip. Yeah, I know it's not playing on that oh, line. Let me shucks. move it. Okay. And I oh, there we go. Love you so much, Thanks so much. But I couldn't after today. I don't like. I'm not. I'm not like in love. But I don't know why after today I'm not. Were you planning on leaving tonight? Mm-hmm. Not because I don't care about you so much. So she says, I don't know if I can get there. I care about you. I, I'm not in love. Colton says, I don't care where you are. I it, it, This is my life. We can get to the end of the show. I don't care about the show. It, it, we can get to the end of the show, and I'm, we don't have to be engaged. I just want to be with you. Oh, whatever boy. you want, whatever you need, I want you to have time. I didn't expect you to know by now. It's okay. I can be patient. And oh. she walks away. They're in <laughs> tears like this was the most. I felt like I was watching a tragic <sighs> film. Oh. Like I felt like I was watching oh. the final scene in Castaway or Legends of the Fall. So you want me to play this, how he wants to be with oh. Cassie? Okay, so then yeah. after Cassie oh. expresses this, Colton tells Cassie where he's oh. at. Oh, God. I care for you. I love you. I want to be you at the end of this. Engagement or not. How can you say that with two other girls? 
And I'm telling you right now, at the end of this, I want it to be you. Uh-oh. I want to be with you. He's like, I don't care about the show. When I'm with the other girls, all I do is think about you. I know it's you. Oh, my gosh. Marley. She's not feeling it. (laughs) So then she sends herself home. So then she sends herself home. She just misses herself. Which is when we get the fence jump. I'm done. I'm done with this. Oh. Rips his mic off. Get he just jumped the f- fence. Is there a button that opens the gate? Bolton! Open the fence, guys. Open the fence. Bolton! Does anyone have any idea where he is? Bolton! <laughs> he is gone. So Colton leaves the building. This show quickly transitions into like oh. some sort of chase, you know, oh, horror Tom true crime there on scene. A, on a yeah. motorcycle. Seriously. Wait, Marley, are we in like a city situation? We're in Por- Portugal. Or is this like, he's going out into like the jungle? We're in Portugal. They don't know where he went. They, oh they show God. a preview oh. for next week where they've f- they find him and he's walking down the road. But I mean, at this point, they were not able to find him. He gone. He go. Whoa. He went into the jungle? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You guys, this was it th- This was also like watching like the Truman show. Like it's like, oh, we're all fun and games when he wants to be a part of the show, but when he doesn't want to be a part of the show and you're hearing the producers be like, "Where is he? Where is he?" It's like kind of creepy cuz yeah. it's you like, realize we own you. Yeah, you and you realize how real this. I mean, he's like, "I don't want to do this. Like that's the one that I wanted." She just dumped me. Uh-oh. So he's <laughs> done. Right? I mean, which he's not, but, but still, how are you going to go oh. on and pick anyone else he's after not, they see it? No, this is this is my <gasps> prediction, and I don't know this, but there's no way he can. I mean, I tweeted last night, like, well, the date with Hannah G is going to be pretty awkward. Oh, my um, God. The one that's left, because oh, at, yeah. at the end of Colton jumping the fence and running away, it was to be continued. So we didn't have anything after that. That's how the episode ended. Yeah. So he's got one more girl. Yeah, like, oh, all right. Well, time to put on my big boy pants for this fantasy God. sweet date. No, gotta find him in Portugal first. Yeah. No, he, he. So I think what will happen oh. will be he'll dump Tasha, he'll dump Hannah G, and then he'll go to Cassie and try and get her because he was like, "I'm not going to stop fighting for you. You're the one I want. I can't this lose is you." Gross. But the oh heart wants gosh. what the heart wants. Yeah. And at the moment, it doesn't want him. Oh my yeah, god! Oh, you just so, don't do this, guys. Well, don't. But with so with Ugh. her though, I don't uh, see. This is the issue. Some people are saying she just doesn't feel that way about him, which might be true. I also think though that her dad is putting these ideas in her mind, like you can never have a single doubt. You should know by now. It's been a month. It's okay if she doesn't know. She doesn't know. And she was sitting there being like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I'm second guessing myself. Like, this is really hard. I don't want to leave, but I think I should. Um, I think that she really cares about him and she, she doesn't know. Therefore, she needs to give it a shot. She doesn't know that he's not the right one. That's not what she said. Uh But it's, you know, she has this idea in her mind that she needs to know and she needs to be a thousand percent in and think that Colton's, you know, absolutely the guy. Um, And I I, I think it's okay that she doesn't. Uh I don't know why she doesn't just say, okay, yeah, let's let's date because that's what Colton's saying. Yeah, well, maybe that will be what's next. Oh agree you guys, do you think Elizabeth said in the journal alert that okay. she thinks this is a grab to be the bachelorette? I don't think so. No? Okay. 
This is all... Man, this is I know, why I hate romantic comedy. Like a spider monkey. I was loving that. Yeah, he did. He jumped over that. And some people were going, oh, well, the fence, we thought it was bigger. But regardless, who cares? That's a six foot fence. I can't jump a six foot fence. That guy. When he decides uh, he wants no. to leave. No. I haven't seen We thought it was 12 to 15 feet. Seriously, I mean, six feet. That was like he had a lot of adrenaline going because I don't think you do that without that. This song's bring us back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning wrapping things up. Thank goodness. Did you have some tequila there or No, vodka? I had everything else. No, I uh, I tell you everything. And uh, full disclosure show program. Uh-oh. Thursday night, your pal Jason was messy. <laughs> messy. Uh-huh. Um, capital M, capital E. SS, I think it's Y. I don't yeah. know. I don't care. Yep. Messy girl. Um, it had been a week leading up to the trip. It had been, obviously, we're all affected by the weather. So it was like, you know, uh, pressure, pressure builds. And I, I was like an instant pot, you know, and, a, and then just the, I needed a release. Uh, oh, probably a wrong choice of did words. Did you overflow yourself that, like uh, Alexis did with her instant pot? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So we uh, we get to we land uh, Thursday night and we go immediately to the park and we get some cocktails and boom, we had not eaten. So the cocktails may have hit us kind of hard. So if you happen to have been watching my Instagram uh, that night, that was the day that I did a kind of a follow me. I mean, I kind of showed you what a typical day is like. If you watch toward the end, I don't know if those videos are still available. Maybe if you click um, in my Instagram, the little life button or Disney button, they might still be there. But anyway, Jason was a little messy. And uh, I I remembered (laughs) we went to the Tower of Terror. Now, I have in, in the podcast in Two Fairy Godfathers, we do a segment sort of like what we do here on the radio show. We're uh, just saying Ours is called Earful, where we go off on dumb things that people do. The kind of the sub headline is, here's the things not to do unless you want everyone at Walt Disney World to hate you. And one of my big beefs is when somebody in a dark ride turns their phone on or starts to text when it's all about mood and lighting and it's the experience, right, Lex? It's the experience. So we're in Tower of Terror, which... All of us know, Dawn, you've been on it. Lex, you've been on it. It is a dark ride. It's supposed to be dark. It's supposed to be. And there is a group of teenage girls on some sort of band trip, cheerleading trip. Oh. Quilting crew. Uh, Something. Some sort of group activity. And there's a little girl. There's not a little girl. It's a teenager. And she is like the typical talking like the typical teenager, you know, like 40, 40 decimals too loud. And she's on her phone as the ride, as the as the cast member is prepping you. So the lights aren't off yet, but I see her and she's not getting off the phone. And I looked at Colin like, she's going to be trouble. So sure enough, the ride starts, the lights go out, the elevator goes up, and she's still on her phone and she's talking. Oh my God. She's talking. She's talking to the people. So not only is her light on, but she's also like, oh, my God, 
I really. <laughs> Just, so Lex, can you imagine me at this oh. moment? I'm I'm a little messy. I'm a little kind of bitchy. So the ride happens, and what she's doing say? this the entire ride. Mm-mm. So we. Mm, no. <laughs> oh, no. What'd we you do it. now? <laughs> we get off. We get off the ride, Lex, and the chaperone. I see the chaperone, the supervisor of the girls, and I walk. I march right up to her, and I said, "By the way." I said, I just want to let you know that one of your girls ruined this ride for everyone else. And she really did. Like, all the other adults in that ride, we were all going, ugh. Kind of like, hi. You know, someone said, turn off your phone. I said, I just want you to know that one of your girls ruined the ride for everybody. And people wait like an hour and a half for this ride. She says, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Which one? And I turned around, Lex. Oh, my <laughs> God. Point her out. You go, her. I went, I went her. <laughs> Good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's great. Did she see you point her out? Oh, no, no. She was on her phone. Oh, oh. Of course she was. Oh, but Lex, I was so messy. And then the woman, I fit, the woman was so sweet. I'm She's surprised like, you didn't say me. anything to the kid mid-ride. Um, You know what? I thought about it, but. I don't know, but chaperone. <laughs> well, Her. I mean, it's, oh, nothing oh. would would have been resolved if you did that anyway. It's no. good to tell the chaperone. I'm sure she was embarrassed. Uh, the chaperone oh. didn't seem too surprised that this was yeah. the girl. <laughs> FYI, I'm not no. kidding. So. Did she roll her eyes? She did. She oh, did. When God, I pointed not out, her again. Uh, that yeah, one. Vicky mm-hmm. voice, voice loud. Uh, are they here? Do we have yes. them? Yes. Hello, Donna, Donna and, and Steve. Steve. Yep. Morning. Morning. Um, now, Donna, I meant to tell you really quickly, uh, people will watch, listen anyway, so don't really need to tease your show. But I want to tell you, you were on our mind because Colin Matheson, who adores you, uh, told me that you like Figment at Epcot Center. We were just talking about Figment last oh week. My yes. God, I so love I will Figment. tell you, we searched high and low for a women's Figment t-shirt to get you. Oh my and gosh. we could not find one that wasn't tacky. That's so just okay. That's so sweet. You were on our mind the whole time. Oh, so. you guys, thank you. I'm glad you made yeah. it back, Jace. I saw you had some issues getting back. Yeah, girl, please. I'm I'm barely <laughs> I don't even know what words I'm saying. <laughs> You're almost there, Jace. Almost yeah. there. Almost done. Don and Steve coming up next. That's gonna do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because no one can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. We love you. and We'll talk tomorrow. Have a fun day. Bye. It's a beautiful day.